Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Property Investor Podcast, where it's my job to introduce you to people from the world of commercial property. We're talking with investors and thought leaders about their experiences of the commercial property world and sharing our own lessons from the last 20 years to give you practical know-how so that you can follow in their footsteps. If you've ever thought commercial could be your next step, but it just seems too confusing and opaque, then you've come to the right place. There are so many exciting opportunities in this dynamic sector, and I'm looking forward to pulling back the curtain and sharing them with you. Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Podcast, the show dedicated to the private investor, and I'm your host, Jerry Alexander. We want to show you how to cross the divide from residential investing over to commercial property investing. Through interviews, tips and lessons learned, we share experiences of investing and give you the inspiration, knowledge and confidence to enjoy this great cash flowing strategy. So let's get started. It's time for the last podcast episode of 2022. Historians, or at least economic historians, will certainly have a few things to say about this year and the two before. There's a lot of lessons to be extracted from this period. Meanwhile, ordinary people like you and I just get on with it and do our best to navigate through these bumps and turns and everything else that's going on in the economy. In this last episode of 22, I wanted to give you a summary of our year and in particular the last couple of quarters. I'll even share some of our plans for 23. I kind of debate about this on and off, and I don't want to give um, updates all the time of what we're up to, but I do hear others giving updates on podcasts and think, do you know what, it's quite good just to get that context. So I'm going to try and do this every quarter. So let's just talk through the highlights of the last few months, the last couple of quarters. The one you would have heard before on the podcast was a major milestone for us this year, which was hitting the long-term goal of 100k turnover per month in our property lettings business. And over the last two quarters, we've hit five out of six months above that level. So for the first time, I think we popped through on, it was either, I think it was July, June or July was the first month that we actually managed to get over that target. And since then, we've been steadily climbing out of it. I think one we dipped back down below. So that's really really important that goal was so long we've had that in place and we're going to grow from that and I'll talk about that a little bit later on but it was just such a great goal to hit this year. More recently um, in fact only this week something I've been working on over the last two quarters was a refinance um, that was of the tax office building our, our building in Glenrothes. We finally managed to get a refinance done and we got, well, I'll just give you the numbers. We've got a refinance of just over 350k. And this has meant we've paid back all our private investors. And interestingly, during that process, of course, we had to have the property valued. And it came back at a 70% increase on purchase, which was brilliant. We basically, we funded that project, the purchase and development of phase one. And I guess most of phase two with private finance and cash flow. But it's time to unwind that and get the first tranche of bank debt in. It just took six months. (laughs) But I guess that's not unfamiliar for people right now. And let me just give you some details of the loan. It's basically a five-year fixed interest loan. um, No capital repayments. There is a tiered 
penalty clause based on if we paid it back early. But it's a reasonable loan. It's actually, believe it or not, a 75% LTV in commercial. But that is on a bricks and mortar value. Interestingly, those higher LTVs tend to be on bricks and mortar. Or the other way around is if you get it on market value, it tends to be a lower LTV or loan to value on the, on the loan itself. So swings and roundabouts there. But basically, the upside of that one was 75% LTV was the maximum they were going to go up to, which was quite high. Done on a bricks and mortar value, and um, we took out 350, which meant we could pay back investors, put some money back into the business, and allow us to continue the redevelopment. So that was good. Took a bit longer than I thought, but that was good. And that's the first part. And a key thing about that refinance was that we have the ability to increase it as the value continued to go up because we've got about another three or four phases to do on that on that project. So um, the next one that it's only just happened again very recently is a letting. And lettings in themselves are not unusual. We do have them probably every week. We have lettings, I guess. But this is our second largest one we've ever had. And Rebecca, well done. Rebecca's in our team. She managed to let a single unit on a, a rental of over 50k a year. It's fantastic. And that'll go a long way towards our target for next year, which I'll go into later. This unit, though, is going to require some work. We've got four months. The clock is starting to tick. And we've got four months to get that place completely stripped out and redone. There's a mezzanine unit in that space that's going to come out and get replaced in another part. There's some... Well, there's going to be electrics, plumbing, new toilets, all that stuff. So we've got four months to get all that done, but it's a great lesson to finish the year on. Interestingly, throughout this year, and not just in the last six months, but we've had we've hit 100% occupancy at a number of our locations throughout the year, which has been fantastic. Well done, team. But it, what it kind of tells you is that maybe your pricing, or the market, but but the pricing may just need a little bit of adjusting. Because 100% isn't always the best place to be. Interestingly, because of our model and the way that we do um, license to occupy and it's slightly more flexible, you know, you don't ever sit at 100 for a long time. You tend to get to 100% and then the following week somebody says they're, they're going to be moving out or they, they need to go home or whatever it is. And that means that, you know, you dip back down under 100%. Interesting though, we have a three-month notice period, and what I have seen is that on a few of our locations that that three months is long enough that actually we maintain 100% occupancy, even when somebody leaves, because it's they're replaced with somebody else before the three months are up. So just interesting, but 100% occupancy at several locations throughout the year has been really good. And one of the key milestones for us this year is rolling out our membership model. So Megan's been leading this really, and it's about getting our approach to customers and and their feeling of um, how they interact with us more as a membership model. So we did that a lot in Dundee and now we've finally managed to move that onto another location and tied up with that is a long-awaited Liberty Space app for clients. I don't think I've spoken about this in the podcast before. This is basically um, an app that allows our customers to get door access from their phone. So basically it's a key card in one sense. Um, They can see invoices and the accounting side so they can see what they need to pay up and and I think they can actually pay for it on there too. They can book meeting rooms, network with other Liberty Space members. So there's ability there if they want to put their details on so others can see who's in our network. 
And it gives us a platform to communicate with our members about upcoming events and other member benefits, etc. So that, that's been a long time coming and a great thing to put in for our customers and for our staff as well. It brings things more together. We'll be rolling out this process based on the door access and when that gets installed in our different buildings. So moving on to CPI. It's been a really exciting year for CPI. Um, a, a few of our clients have bought commercial buildings this year, which has been great to see. Um, we've launched the Getting This Room membership, which um, is kind of an evolution of what we've been offering at CPI. We started off with um, some uh, behind-the-scenes days where people could come in and have a look at some of our buildings. We could talk about commercial property, and then we moved on to doing a mastermind. That's been over the last couple of years. That's been great. Lots of people have been through that process. And then there was the kind of the network, which is the whole thing I was trying to do all this for, was building the network. So we, we've just launched Getting the Swim membership for those that want to understand how the commercial property market works so they can get involved a little bit more and learn the skills, meet some peers, get in the swim. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's, it's, it's giving you the confidence to be able to go out and ask the right questions, study your local market and start making offers and buying commercial property. It's not too difficult, but having a network around you to support you, I think is so important. So it's been fantastic to get that set up. We've, of course, we're on episode, I think this is 160, 161 or something. So uh, that's great. We've had a lot of uh, podcasts out there. And according to our podcast hosting platform, We've now been downloaded in over 113 countries. I mean, it's mad. So we're truly global, right? <laughs> but in reality, all that means is that at least one episode has been downloaded in each of those 113 countries. There are quite a lot of countries, though, to be fair, that have consistent listeners. And I want to thank you for joining us. I try as much as I can to not relate everything to the UK or Scottish markets. And I just really appreciate your support. Thank you for joining us. Um, as we grow in our different markets, maybe we'll start bringing in more people to talk from those markets. We've had um, a couple of speakers on from the US and from Australia, and we'll maybe try and reach out to one or two other countries as well. If you're feeling in the festive mood, by the way, and want to give one more gift, then please give us a positive review. Go on, you know you want to. You've been thinking about it a little, maybe? Go on, just take a few seconds to leave a little write-up on what you like about the podcast, or about a specific guest or an episode that's maybe influenced you. So, turning to 2023, I thought I'd share just some of the targets we have over the um, the coming few months. And this is not um, an, a well-defined list. This is not everything, but these are just some of the key things. I mentioned earlier on about our turnover being £100,000 a month. And that's not calculated out over the previous 12 months. That's just on an individual month basis. So I kind of call that the running rate. So our target is to get our running rate to £125,000 per month by June 24. That's a little bit past 23. It's 18 months to be precise. And that is £1.5 million turnover for us. That's our target for then. Certain reasons for that, but that's from our existing stock, not from new stock. It's by carrying out various developments that we have opportunities to do within our portfolio. And that's including uh, developing out the rest of the Dundee locations and completing phase two and going on to phase three at the tax office. That's our Glenrothes location. We've renamed it the tax office, which is what it used to be. And those are, as I say, going to be coming from internal stuff. 
the new properties we buy, fine. But the target is for existing stock to hit 1.5 uh, million, or at least get to that running rate of 125k. That letting that Rebecca got, that's going to help us. That's going to, um, I think that works out as about just over four, four and a half K per month. So that's before we get into the year. So it's brilliant, but we've got a long way to go. Second bit that um, is really in the forefront of our minds, of course, is really getting on top of our action plan for energy costs. Some of you may have similar ideas about what you need to be focusing on next year. And there's, it's a three-point action plan for us. First thing is cut unnecessary usage, right? No brainer. Can we get in PIR sensors? Can we get in better controlling on our heating systems? Can we make sure that our our own use of electricity for our own areas is much more sensible and things are turned off, etc., etc.? Second part is, can we generate more of our own? So we do already have solar panels and we do have, um, this is not generation, but we have um, biomass boilers but can we generate more energy ourselves and of course maybe not quite yet but can we actually start storing some of that these are all things that we're looking into the third part of that action plan is increasing income so there are a whole heap of actions in there for each one of these with many kind of subsections i guess such as communicating with customers and staff and bringing them more on board in terms of energy usage and cutting out unnecessary usage there's um, work we have to do on understanding what our estate could provide in terms of solar. We've definitely got a lot of areas we could put solar in, but are there other ways we can do some generation? And of course, keeping our eyes on 12-month futures for the energy market, current pricing, all that stuff. Um, it, it's just a given. We're going to have to do that. But those are the key, three key things that we need to do about energy costs. Cut unnecessary usage, generate more of our own, and increase our income to compensate. The third part I want to just talk about targets wise is I want to find another location. We want to find other locations for multi-let because that's our model, but I also want to find something slightly different. I want to try something different. I want to try something maybe a little bit smaller than our, our recent purchases, but something that's maybe going into a slightly different strategy. Um, just want to do it partly for, for giggles, but also because it's important to keep diversifying, isn't it? And understanding how different sectors work. So more on that later. And then the fourth one I'm just going to share with you target-wise is I want to continue to develop the growth of the CPI network. This is something that really excites me, helping to build a vibrant community of property investors who are taking an interest in commercial property, of course. They may already have a residential portfolio and where everyone gets value from being part of that network. And they're willing to share and support peers. I just couldn't find any of that when I got started in commercial. So I'm really excited about how that's growing. I'm hoping that we might even... Um, look at perhaps doing some more events out with the calendar events that we have. Maybe, I know I've mentioned this before, but maybe a ski trip. That's something that I want to be working on. Um, I'm just trying to... <laughs> I know the organising of that is going to be pretty challenging, but that's something that I really want to get a set up on for next year. So that's just a few of our goals for next year. Increasing our running rate to 125k, really get on top of our three-point plan for energy costs find another location and continue to develop the CPI network. Um, it's been a great year. Thank you to our team internally for all the hard work you've been up to. And I'm really looking forward to next year. We have lots of exciting things coming up from tech rollout, more developments to do, and the continual evolution of our product. 
thank you to you, our listeners, for supporting the podcast over the last couple of years. I really appreciate the messages of encouragement and stories of the effects certain episodes are having on individuals. It's great to get that feedback. Thank you. And finally, it just remains for me to say, have a fantastic new year and may 2023 be your best year yet. I hope to see you out there perfecting your strokes in the commercial property swim.